Everybody, welcome to the PHP. I'm Booker. That's Perez. What's doing? You know, our show last week did very well, and I'm pretty sure it's all thanks to the Scandaval. Mm. And I'm so thankful that there's more Scandaval this week and new scandals regarding Vanderpump Rules, the stars there, and other scandals, including tiger woods who is scandal plagued we've got some scandal at the oscars we'll talk about that briefly because it happened a few days ago Mm -hmm. uh some drama surrounding gwyneth paltrow more drama with prince harry and Meghan markle some surprising miley cyrus news and even some scandal involving me but first, how are you? Well, I can't wait to hear about your scandal. I'm doing well. I'm burning through this uh, television show. I wanted to mention it right at the top. Daisy Jones and the Six. With Riley Keough. Oh, she's so good. It's such a great, great, great show. It's like if you took the movie Almost Famous and it had sex with like the Fleetwood Mac band story, it plays exactly the same. It's inspired by them, isn't it? I'm not exactly sure. It's a book. It's actually a book. Maybe like just for like legal purposes, they never said it, but I read that it was like inspired by (laughs) Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac. It makes sense because of their plot line and with their band as well but it's uh it's so good and it's like based in the 70s the late 70s and early 80s she sings in it right so there's, yeah there's music if that's her she's very good yeah it is and i read that she had never sung before wow it's beyond eerie how much she looks like her mother and Aww. they have these flash forward scenes where she's being interviewed and you really think it's her mom you're like oh my god like did they get her mom before she'd passed to do this she looks exactly like her it's haunting but she's very good in it and where does it air uh it's on amazon amazon mm-hmm. good All show right. good show nothing else i'm going to weezer tonight at the roxy which is going to be cool Ooh. i like seeing a big band in a little room me too. I had a welcome to Vegas party. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, you're like the bell of the ball there. I love Vegas. Vegas loves me. Aren't you? Of course you're not. But aren't you worried about being overexposed? I mean, I don't do it all. No. No? Okay. It just seems like uh, it's a lot of yes, 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 yes. I'll be at that. Yes. No, I haven't done too many events. Like I, I go out to like restaurants. I do things. I'm active, but I'm not oh, going okay. to like... I'm creating a lot of content here because I'm the whole point of moving to Vegas was to do more and be more social. Mm. I'm not going to the opening of everything, you know? Okay. But even if I was, I don't care because I'm not that precious, you know? And like, actually, on the back of my, in the back of my mind, I'm considering myself to be in the mold of Robin Leach. Remember Robin Leach? Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Yes. You know, for the last decade or two of his life he lived in las vegas and he was the man about town and he was everywhere okay and that's kind of what you have to do as the man about town you have to be everywhere right i'm just wondering if you're burning it gonna burn it out that's all i don't think so but we'll see yeah i'm not getting a lot of free things no. uh no i mean it's like a lot stuff- of free meals Oh, yeah. I mean, the meals are free for sure. But I'm also getting content of things that are that are just interesting to me. Like I, you know, I I, I was at the um, what hotel was at the Palazzo (laughs) and I just saw this random vintage bookstore there, which 
was so fascinating to me. Like, how does this stay in business? Right. And then I was at another place and I randomly came upon a dart club and we went inside and it was totally empty and I didn't get invited there. I just went there. I said, you know what? I want to make a video of this because this is actually like a cool place. It's empty. Yeah. And I hope it doesn't close. Well, it's apparently a worldwide thing I learned. They have all these clubs all over the, the world that started in the UK, I think, and it's like really fancy. It's like high-tech darts with like a computerized thing and yada, yeah. yada, yada. Anyways, whatever. Uh, I'm having a good time. It's all that matters. But I'm still managing to rub some people the wrong way nice what'd you do so there's this actor who is an up-and-coming actor lucas gage you might know him because he's been in a couple of popular shows he was on one season of that show white lotus the first season i believe or the second season i don't even know i don't watch white lotus (laughs) he was on one season of white lotus and he was on one season of that show you as well i don't think you watched that one Lucas Gage. Okay, I think I already know who you're talking about, but go ahead. So, he was interviewed in the New York Times about... I did know who he was. Okay, yeah. He was interviewed by the New York Times about possibly dating this celebrity hairstylist who's a guy, Mm -hmm. Chris Appleton, and his response to being asked about the photos that he shared on social media. So, it's not like he was even trying to be private he publicly shared photos of this guy and then he was asked about it which i think is a fair thing so in response to that respected publications question lucas gage said about the public if they want to think that quote that they're dating they can i am a pretty open book about most things in my life but i have a problem with the culture of everyone needing to know everybody's business and nothing can be sacred it's a weird line that i'm still trying to figure out Mm -hmm. and then i wrote about that on my website and I shared a um, the link, and I and I uh, wrote something along the lines of somebody needs to tell this dude he's not as famous as he thinks he is, and then he must have been name searching himself on Twitter because he <laughs> saw that, and then he responded to me saying, "Somebody tell this dude he's not as famous as he used to be." He tweeted back to me saying, somebody needs to tell this dude that nobody has read his blog since 2009. Details here. (laughs) That's funny. Good beat. It is funny. I love it. it. But two things. That got some pickup. And the one, uh, the first outlet that wrote about it was this newspaper in, in Australia. And they said, actor... Something like actor starts beef with celebrity with, with actor starts beef with Perez Hilton. The fact that they didn't even use the actor's name in the headline kind of says it all, doesn't it? Well, you're more famous than him. Yeah, if that's what you're implying. Yeah. Look, I like the show. Both shows. I watch you and I watch White Lotus. I don't know his name. And if anything, you've helped the guy out because maybe somebody clicked and went, who's the guy? Oh, okay. I know, I know him from those shows. Oh, I like him now. Now he he, he had a good clap back at Perez. He did. I mean, and yeah. you know what? No, and it's I like innocent enough beef. It wasn't yeah. like uh, you weren't like shading him. He wasn't. Well, I mean, you were shading one another, but not in a. Well, I want I sh- maybe I should have. Um... Maybe I should have been more specific. Like, I really wasn't trying to start beef with him. Uh, if I was, I would have 
uh, like fucking added him. You trolled him, and that's no, I wasn't. No, yes, you took his words and you splashed them up on your website. That is the definition of trolling. Okay, no, someone needs to tell this guy that he's not that famous. You don't find that a troll? No, you inserted yourself into a situation that had nothing to do with you and landed your. You don't opinion, know what trolling your, is. No, you didn't report the news. You landed your opinion, and that makes you a troll. I'm sorry. If I was going to troll him, I, like I said, I would have directly added him. I would have directly sought out his attention. I didn't do well, that. You've made up some new rules. If I'm the jury on this, I'm telling well, you. You're not. It's a very soft troll, but you did indeed it's troll not. him. I <laughs> you didn't inserted your opinion him. about him and, and his lack of fame. That is a we've troll. Already, stop it. We've, we've already discussed this before on the show. You can think what you want. You, if you think that having an opinion that's a critical opinion about a celebrity is trolling, that's your opinion. And I totally disagree with that opinion. Okay. Once again, I'm the judge. You're a troll. <laughs> well, you're not. You're not. Anyways, maybe I should have been more specific in my initial thing, but I, the answer that he gave to the New York Times is just like, it's like one of my pet peeves. It just rubbed me the wrong way because it came across as so pretentious and so like precious and special. Like he could have just answered that question by saying, you know what? I'm boring, or at least I want to be boring. I want to make it all about the work. That's it, period. But like the answer that he gave, it's like, dude, you're not that special. Like you're, you're, like you're, you're still up and coming. Relax. He's not a seasoned veteran in being famous, nor does he know how to reply or to just ignore you. Does he not get that yet? He probably should have. No, I'm talking about the answer and to even the, New York the answer Times. to the New York Times. The way you read it, once again, overly dramatic. His words were not pukish in any way. He said, I'm not sure how to navigate these waters. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. And he showed that he was a little frustrated. So he told the truth and he said that, I wish things were different and I wish I didn't have to comment on things like that. I don't look at that as being, quote, precious. I look at it as like, I'm not really sure how to handle this situation. That's what I heard. All right. Well, that's you. I clearly interpreted it a different way. You went after him oh. and you mocked him and his and his words that to no. me came across very honest. Some of my some of my other gays also read his. Oh, you guys are all bitchy together. Same way. Oh, shut up. Whatever. All right. Well, that happened. And then the Oscars also happened. We'll get to that now. And then we'll get to the Vanderpump stuff. But let's talk some Oscars briefly. Surprisingly, and maybe some people might also be surprised at my response. Surprisingly, the scandal this year surrounding the Oscars has to do with Angela Bassett. You know, she was nominated for an award, Best Supporting Actress, for her role in Black Panther. Angela Bassett criminally has never won an Oscar, and she is one of the best of all time, I would say. I love her. So consistently great in all that she does. And when she lost to Jamie Lee Curtis, she didn't fake it. She didn't pretend that she was happy for Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> she didn't applaud. She looked visibly sad. I wouldn't even say upset. She looked sad mm. to me. And then after that, so many people were calling her a sore loser and a bad sport and this and that and the other. And I don't care if I make you groan. But first of all, <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. 
And I think if she would have been a white woman, it might not have been such a big story. Society in America or in the world as a whole is hypercritical of black women and holding them to this expectation of being strong and perfect and this and that and the other. And because she wasn't, she's been raked over the coals. And I think that's ridiculous. It didn't bother me. I wasn't upset. I wasn't offended. It's a silly award show. I don't know about any of that stuff you just said. I don't believe that race has anything to do with her response. Anybody that watches... No, no, no. I didn't say her response. I said the public's public's response. response. Right. We could argue that another day. Yes, racism exists. Park that somewhere else. Someone on the Oscars was visibly pissed that they didn't win. That doesn't happen every year. Okay, it just doesn't. So when it happens and people point it out, I think it's okay to say, hey, what's up with this sore loser over here? It's a silly award show. And it's funny. And everyone's moved on. I don't dig into the underlying belly of injustice in the world. Fuck all that. Not for this. This is a dumb, silly fucking award show. And her reaction was priceless. I appreciate it. I thought it was real. It was her genuine thoughts and beliefs. And she feels robbed or rooked or whatever. And it was funny to see because I believe everyone feels that way when they lose. And I think it's bullshit. Everyone pretending like they don't. (laughs) So bless her. So I think it's awesome that she let her real emotion out. That's how vapid these people are. It's a fucking award for acting. Okay. Like you've already won the world's lottery by being an actor and sitting in that room. And to get pissy about it in any form is fucking hilarious. (laughs) It's just funny. But it also is an institution that for the last nearly 100 years, I think the Oscars has, this was the 95th edition, it has been overwhelmingly white. This just in, so has the world. Okay, but let me put it into perspective. Michelle Yeoh won for Best Actress. In the 95 years of the Oscars, she's only the second non-white actress to win. Okay, let's just do the simple math. How many movies there are more than made two... that gives a, an Asian American the opportunity to even be nominated. That's the, you know, the representation problem that everyone bitches about. And once again, it's not Hollywood's fucking job to be monitoring. Are we doing stories about this, doing stories about that? They're just trying to make a buck. And that's all it is. And I, I wish everyone would stop pretending it's not. Movies are about making money, period. I'm glad we've moved along as a society where we're involving everyone. But the sheer number of films alone versus how many have been made and who they are representing, it is what it is. Pointing the finger and yelling at yesterday is like fucking screaming at you because you're an asshole in 2008. Everybody knows you're an asshole in 2008 or whatever year you're an asshole. I have no idea. 2001. Pick a year. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? Well, you can think that as well. I think that we all have an obligation to do better and not just be about money. Personally, that's my Hey, it's opinion. the arts. And, and those people want to do that, do that. But we have no say as the consumer. Well, we do have a say, our bottom line. How what much, do you mean, our bottom where line? Where we spend our money. If a film is good, I'll go see it. That's it. Okay, that's you. And you and like you know, I personally didn't. <laughs> what do you mean? No. I mean, if you don't even watch television shows that you're reporting on. Okay, I mean, and that's you. But I go watch movies. I do watch the movies. Well, I watch movies at, at home. I just don't go to the theater right. as much. But so then you watch the movies months after they come out. Usually, all right. 
So that's your thing. My thing is a different thing. I love going to the movies. I like, you know, I love not having to commit to 12 episodes or whatever. Anyways, speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, this was very interesting to me. When she was being interviewed after winning, her daughter is trans. And she spoke out about this new trend in some spaces to degender awards. So instead of having best actress and best actor, having just one category for both actress and actor and non-binary people, everybody lumped together in that one category. And Jamie Lee Curtis, who has a trans daughter, is not supportive of mm-hmm. that because she thinks if that were to happen, that women would be less recognized that it would be mainly men getting all of these awards and, and nominations. I'm for anything that uh, makes the award show under 17 hours. I didn't watch a single. The only thing that I watched, Lady Gaga and Rihanna's performances. Mm. I thought that Gaga sounded great. And I loved the stripped down version of the song from Top Gun. But, and I, I'm dying to know, I, would, I think it must have been her decision, but they filmed her throughout her performance in mostly an extreme close-up, which just annoyed me the hell. What? Why? I, didn't, I did not like that choice. Okay. Rihanna. Okay. And what were your thoughts on Gaga? I didn't see her. Oh, you didn't see it? Okay. Rihanna. Did you watch that I did one? see that. Okay. Rihanna just stood there. And I thought she was better than the Super Bowl. <laughs> it was amazing. She was sensational. I loved it. I found it. it to be boring. What? I went in and I watched. I was like, okay, got it. Went into the other room. I was like, she's just standing there. Like you oh. just said, she's just standing there. She just delivered. She brought, I, I cried. I cried. It was like, it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. She looked amazing. She brought the drama by just standing there. It's like, I loved it. So <laughs> that's everything Oscars. Anything are you going to bring up the uh, red carpet moment with what's or nuts and um, and Hugh? Oh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, Ashley Graham, the uh, model, was also working the red carpet and interviewing celebs, and she chatted with Hugh Grant, and he just wasn't very his usual charming self. He was giving very. Maybe he thought he was being funny, but I guess the humor didn't translate. And actually, having spent a lot of time in the UK, there are some big differences between the UK and the US. I don't know if you know this, but British people are way heavier into sarcasm. Mm. And Americans are not are more like just like straight in your face, like blunt right. comedy. Maybe he thought he was just being sarcastic in answering these questions. Well, first of all, the questions were stupid. And he did answer. They just went over her head. Him talking about the whole Vanity Fair of things. And she's thinking it's a party. I mean, at no point did he dress her down and say, that's not what I'm talking about, you idiot. He just answered the questions like, who dressed you? Well, I dressed myself. That's funny. I mean, that's a funny line. Whose suit are you wearing? Mine. Who made it? My tailor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not used to vapid questions. Yeah, but you're at the, but you're at the Oscar, you're the red carpet. That's the kind of questions you get. If you don't want to, if you don't want to play the game, don't, don't engage. You're there for 
softballs. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing yeah. hard. But even her softballs were terrible. She's talking about him in the glass onion. You think He's that's her glass, fault? Uh, yes, it's her fault. You are assigned a job to do for ABC and you do zero research? Stop it. You've clearly not been doing that for a oh, long oh, time. Oh, I haven't? I haven't been on the red carpet 5,000 times? Yes, I have. No, you haven't been doing that on that scale in a long time. What's the difference? If I was to go there that let day, ex- I would have prepped. You're, trying, you're cutting me off. Let me answer. How it works now is these – unless you're maybe Ryan Seacrest, and I don't even know if he does it anymore, but nine out of ten people in this day and age, they already know what celebrities they're going to speak to ahead of time, and they – are given the questions to ask. She didn't come up with a single question. They are specifically told, ask this, then ask. It's all super scripted. It's not that scripted. It's that scripted for the people that are going to be nominees. He was not a nominee. He was just there. So you're just having a conversation, a light conversation. I guarantee you it was scripted. L- listen, I, I put it all on ABC. You. I'm not even putting it on her. She did a fine enough job. His answers were just fine. Everything about it was fine. Her responses, it's like she wasn't even listening to him. So I don't know. I just found the whole thing to be silly. People are like, he's so rude. I'm like, what was he rude about? He didn't, he wasn't rude about anything. And your initial point, you said his usual charming self. Wrong. That guy is a bumbling mess every time he's interviewed. That's his thing. He's an actor. He's not a professional speaker. These guys don't even want to be on these carpets. I've said this before. You make deals with shows that you're on and movies that you have to walk these carpets. Most real actors hate it. Then there's the professional walker down the red carpets, the Eva Longoria's of the world who'll show up to any opening of any envelope like, here, I'll talk about anything and fluffy whatever and making terrible TV. I thought it was the most interesting TV of anything that I saw. So... That's my take. I don't get it. Zero percent offended. And it's this typical clickbait world where everyone's like, oh, I'm so offended. He was such a jerk. If you listen to his words, he wasn't a jerk at all. He said nothing negative to her. I definitely don't think he was funny, though. I think he thought he was being funny. Well, the Taylor line was pretty funny. Eh. You know, him giving an honest answer about the the absurdity of the evening and how everyone's like pumping him up. He's telling you, I'm nobody. I'm just an actor. I'm here. This whole vanity fair of things. And then her to respond to, oh, the parties. Like, (laughs) she's a model. And that's another thing. And that's why I put it on ABC. Get a fucking host that actually knows how to talk to people that can be impromptu, interesting, that knows how to ask questions. Ryan Seacrest, perfect example. Ryan could talk to a fucking hole in the world and it would still be interesting. That's my problem. You get some model up there and expect her to be a good interviewer. She's not. That's my assessment from watching five seconds of that interview. Hire a host is what I would say to ABC. Hire a host. I'm team Ashley. He was not. Of course you are. You're a society front runner. Do no critical thinking. You just sit there and you get, well, everybody's upset. I'm going to be upset too. No, that's not why. It's like I said, I'm very clear. Okay, there was no there's no murkiness with what I said. He went to the Oscars and he was being a sourpuss. That's his thing. Well, whatever. I didn't like it. We're different fucking mm-hmm. people. All right. Well, that's everything Oscars, right? We can move on. Everything Oscars that I can think of. All right. Before we get to the latest Vanderpump scandal, oh, thank God we've got cerebral advertising because I need to talk to someone after talking to this guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why make it too much sense? Not enough. Did you know that in the last year, rates of anxiety and depression have doubled in the U.S.? These days, it could take months to get a traditional therapy appointment. Did you know that your traditional therapy visits are on average $100 per session? That can add up to thousands of dollars a year. Cerebral is a 100% online mental health service that offers therapy and medication management for anxiety, depression, insomnia, stress, burnout, and more. Maybe even like your eating issues, if you have that. Like there's a lot of a lot of benefits to Cerebral and they are so easy. Like you don't have to drive anywhere for the appointment. You don't have to drive anywhere to go get your medication. It's all within the comforts of your home. And the people that use Cerebral are seeing real benefits. And right now our listeners will receive 50% or more off your first month of therapy by going to Cerebral.com slash Perez. That's Cerebral.com slash Perez for 50% or more off your first month of therapy. For quality mental health care that's accessible and affordable, join Cerebral today. So they have a URL that tracks, y'all. Please just go check them out. Just <laughs> just click on the link, all right? And you're right. Go check them out. I mean, if you if you got any problems or anything you want to talk about, at least investigate. Look what they have to offer because it really is a great service. And uh, Perez mentioned it at the top. It's it's hard to find somebody to talk to, and some people need someone to talk to. So don't be afraid. Go check out this site. Yeah. Now. The latest Vanderpump scandal involves Lisa Vanderpump. And I'm hoping by the time this comes out that people are hearing us, they've resolved things. But for the last few days, according to People magazine, Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants in West Hollywood have been closed because... They had their liquor license revoked. According to them, the California Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control suspended their liquor license for, quote, collections suspension. So I'm guessing they didn't pay mm. or they've been behind on payments. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Collections suspension. So, uh, or... I'm I'm surprised you didn't immediately say maybe they just did this for the show. Maybe this is good drama. Oh, no, I, I doubt that. This is a bar. You need your liquor license. This is the professional side of things. If you want people to come in, you better give them alcohol. I'm guessing it's some sort of oversight, but I also am guessing that California just didn't send one bill in the mail and say, hey, this is due on April 1st. You know what I mean? Like, I, mm. There were probably like multiple attempts at collection, so it makes me wonder what's really going on there, but yeah, I don't think this is for the show at all. That's some serious stuff. Ooh scandal so mm -hmm. we will we will keep you updated on that also as you had predicted or speculated last week there have been reports that tom sandoval of vanderpump rules cheated on his 
girlfriend were they engaged i don't think they ever were engaged they've been together for like 10 years but like I, a decade yeah, yeah. i don't okay. recall an engagement uh, not on the show that we know of anyhow according to reports he cheated on her with multiple women <sighs> dun, dun, dun. like i said he's gonna go out and the first time he's cheating with uh, someone from the show now i can see that side of it if it was quote indeed for the show providing drama where they all got together and it's a wink wink i banged her she sent some video whatever but no he's 39 as you mentioned he's coming to his, to his midlife the guy needs attention I'm surprised he doesn't have a little race car that he drives around to from pussy to pussy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he, this isn't this isn't that shocking to me. So I I highly uh, doubted that this was the first time. But you know, I don't know for a fact that it was or wasn't. But I could have guessed that that was going on. Well, you did, you did. Also, this happened after we recorded our last show. Raquel, and actually, I have a question. So I didn't learn until afterwards, but that Raquel Levis. Her real name is Rachel. Rachel. Do any of you know why she changed her name from Rachel to Raquel? Is there a reason? Does she ever talk about it on the show? I don't recall any of that because she's relatively new. I don't think they ever address that. Well, first of all, is she is she Latina or is she pretending to be Latina like a Hilaria Baldwin situation? She was uh, a Miss California pageant girl. Well, Raquel has gotten a restraining order against castmate Sheena Shea <laughs> claiming that things got physical after everything went down and Sheena gave her a black eye. Hmm. That does complicate things a little bit because what's going to go down at the reunion if that restraining order is still in place? Yeah. Although, for her part, to be fair, Sheena is denying that she assaulted Raquel, calling her a liar and a cheat, and that it's a total fabrication. And uh, insiders claim <laughs> that the dark markings around her left eye have been there for months. Sheena's a hot mess. She is? Sheena's crazy. If I was to say on the crazy scale, like who's the craziest of the cast members, I got Sheena right up there at the top. Is she crazier than Lala? They're different kinds of crazy. No one is really crazier than Lala. She's just such an empty head and I love her. I just love everything that comes out of her blowhole. But Sheena just has this... Lala's like overly dramatic where Sheena has this really kind of dark edge to her. So like her assaulting someone, weirdly, I believe it. But then again, when we're talking about this whole thing, I don't know how real anything is. So it's hard to tell. That's the latest with the scandal. From that scandal to another scandal, Tiger Woods and his girlfriend have broken up and things have gotten very messy. This is the craziest story of the week, if you ask me. I agree. Tiger Woods, for several years, has been dating the, this woman. Her name is Erica. And... As Tiger does, and a lot of other people, he made, or he didn't, no, no. Okay, I want to be very careful with my wording. Okay. As Tiger does, and others do, he presented an NDA to her, which she willfully signed. She agreed to sign it. I don't understand this con. I mean, I guess I understand it. At the end of the day, you're going to do whatever you're going to do to try and get more money and... 
you can contest it and you will. So she signed an NDA. I don't think she was forced against her will to sign an NDA. She had, she had signed this NDA and had been happily, you know, in this relationship for many years. Then now she got dumped, like straight up dumped by Tiger Woods in a brutal way. She claims that she was tricked into going on vacation by herself. And then when she got to the airport, Tiger's people told her that he was dumping her. Jesus Christ. And, you know, they gave her money. You know, they also put her up at a hotel and gave her money. And it wasn't just like leaving her stranded at the airport. It's like being on a game show. She got nice parting gifts. She got a ride exactly. home. Uh, she was probably reminded of the NDA that she had signed. It's funny because my initial thought was, oh, good. Tiger's found someone that's nice and boring and he's got his life like kind of calmed down and good. Good to see. He had a lot of problems, clearly. But when you need an NDA in a relationship, and I get it because he's had so much drama, you want to kind of control every situation. But it also says up front that you're going to be up to some sort of nefarious thing eventually. And that's what it says to me. It says to me that he knows he's a loon on the inside and he's going to eventually turn into himself. And when he does, he's protecting himself. Because if you were truly a changed person, you would. And I think that's smart. He knows who he is, at least. And yeah, I feel badly for the poor lady. I don't feel badly at all for her because he's fucking Tiger Woods. Do you not know his reputation? It's the whole like, you know who you're dealing with. You can't can't come off like, I had no idea. Really? You've never been on the internet before, huh? It's like if a woman were to start dating Tristan Thompson and they managed to make it work for five years and then in five years time he dumps her for a 19 year old. Like, uh, hello, we could have told you that. (laughs) Like, are you really shocked? You must have been aware this is likely to happen. Hello. Um, And I'm wondering, who was the girl that got all of Tiger's girls are supposedly there was a whole ring full of like uh what Rachel something. Yes. I was gonna mention her because that Rachel you could tell she's got a new podcast and I was on her podcast. I wondered why she started following me. Oh Oh my God, I got to tell you that. Yeah, oh my God. So, oh my God, yes. I was on her podcast and she said that she started to listen to our show recently and that she really liked it and she had nice things to say about us. And then she mentioned that you followed her. I followed her back. Yeah, okay, all right. I was like, I know this name. So I followed, because she followed me. What do I care? And she's verified. I was like, she's got to be somebody. So I looked her up. I'm like, holy shit, it's her. She had very nice things to say. So it's nice that we have another, we have a new listener. I'm so thankful for that. But the interesting point and what she brought up, which I feel dumb that it didn't even occur to me right away, the fact that we're even hearing about this, the fact that it's being played out in the media two things. First, she reminded or told me that this is not going to court. Because of the NDA, it goes to arbitration. And an arbiter and an arbitration, it's nullifying it or whatever. That's usually the first thing. Even a court would send you to arbitration first. And I'm sure it's just, it's a binding contract. Hey, if anything ever comes up, this and this has to happen. That's normal. Yeah. 
So what she suggested, and now it makes total sense, is that, you know, her, the the, the new ex-girlfriend's lawyer, this is all just a ploy. She's just trying to get some more money out of him. Exactly. And she thinks she deserves more because she's been there longer and blah, 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 exactly. blah, Exactly. Oh, not only that, she thinks she deserves more because, you know, a year or two ago, I forget exactly how long, Tiger got into a really bad car right. crash and she helped him recover and was there for him and blah. She was paid for that, for doing what you're supposed to do as a uh, participant in a couple. (laughs) Okay. So, but the woman, her lawyer is making all sorts of, without explicitly saying the way they're phrasing it, like hinting that she might've been sexually assaulted by Tiger and this and that and the other. And that's why she wants the NDA to be nullified. You're looking for any reason to get that thing out in the public. And that's like one of the loopholes of society. Like I'll just claim this and all of a sudden it's out of the public. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure that we'll be hearing more about that. Mm. Now, Miley Cyrus, first, the good news Miley released her new album, Endless Summer Vacation, and you don't really care about numbers. And I'm interested. Okay. Her new album is expected to debut at close to double what her last one did. Okay. The bad news, it's not going to debut in number one or number two. Mm. It's expected to debut at number three. And even worse news, have you listened to the Miley I album? I got to be honest with you. I didn't even realize that it was out. Well, the other problem is I really did not like the no album. No kidding. At all. I was so disappointed. I liked the last album better than this one because at least the last album was sonically more cohesive. First of all, the big problem I had was the album is called Endless Summer Vacation. So I'm expecting good times, a vibe. I thought it was going to be like Bangers 2.0. It was not that whatsoever. And I also foolishly thought, oh my God, how exciting. Flowers is a disco song. And it's one of the best songs Miley's ever sure. released. And it's just, I loved it the first time I heard it. I'm like, this is an undeniable hit. I'm like, we're going to get an album full of flowers. Nope. That's the only nope. song like that on there. No kidding. The songs are all over the place. So many of them are like downers. I'm like, what the fuck? Shittiest summer ever. I know. Exactly. <laughs> you call it Endless Summer Vacation and it's like an album full of de- – like what? Uh, and then like the one song that's the follow-up song, the song called River is the new single. It sounds like a B-side of Miley from 2008. It sounds dated and cheesy as fuck. I'll listen to it myself. Yeah, maybe I'm in the minority. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, but... And maybe it's a couple of listens album. You know, I mean, there's sometimes you listen to something and, and you're like, I don't know, this isn't that great. And then you end up loving it a few weeks later. That happens to me a lot. So uh, hope- I'm hoping for that. But man, that's a bummer. Hopefully. All right. Some royal drama. The British royal family were invited to celebrate Lilibet, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's daughter, her christening. They decided not to go, though. Sadly, I'm sure they're busy. The christening happened in California. And also interesting, last week you caught, when we were talking about the coronation and how Harry and Meghan were invited to King Charles's coronation later this year, their own rep used the titles the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, 
Well, when confirming that the uh, christening, the baptism, whatever you want to call it, for their daughter happened, they referred to their daughter as Princess Lilibet Diana. They are able to use that title, you know, for decades now, any grandchild of the reigning monarch has a prince or princess title if the parents want that. You're literally grandfather clawed in to this and they literally said they're denouncing these titles and they want nothing to do with it dot 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 bullshit yeah <laughs> okay that's the headline yeah. i caught that last week so there you yeah, go now they're calling their daughter princess yeah but come on these two uh yeah all right gwyneth paltrow has gone viral over this new interview that she did where she talks about a lot of things but one of the things is she discusses everything that she eats in a day mm-hmm. or doesn't eat in a day she does not eat much <laughs> and that's that's what she does And it's so interesting, you know, like, I just like pointing out moments of hypocrisy. As do I. So many people have been, I would say, even more than critical about Gwyneth Paltrow and her response and and sharing what she eats in a day. So many people, I think, have been straight up bullying her. Does she probably not eat enough? Yeah, she probably doesn't eat enough. But I feel like so many people have been bullying Gwyneth Paltrow for her answers because they just don't like her. And if there was somebody that they liked, they wouldn't have been bullying her. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Using the word bullying is a no, they weren't much. They were bullying is beating the shit out of someone in high school. Okay. That's bullying no, they, online saying you're a privileged, whatever this and that that's just shitheads on online. Yeah. But they were even like mocking her appearance and giving her names. Like, like I forget what they were calling her, like mocking somebody's physical appearance bullying the internet that's bullying that is bullying (laughs) this was a story that got a lot of traction i wanted to make sure we talked about it according to the new york post their page six broke this exclusive story that the kardashians are not being invited to the met gala this year okay and i just do not believe it i don't think it's true they will be invited maybe not all of them yeah but don't you say every year like some years like couple of them are a couple of them aren't the mom is someone isn't like it's not like they have a group invite every single year they were all there last year that was the first time they were all there actually it was a hot year for them though i mean because travis and courtney got together yeah. and uh then the, you got the scandal with uh chloe and uh the basketball player and then kim and kanye maybe they're just there's just no heat this year and they're like hey you got no heat this year Fine, but some of them will be there. That's all I'm saying. If none of them are there, then that would be a big sign that maybe really, you know... Things are changing. Things are changing. Hey, look, and when you look at the Oscars, say what you will, but yes, it was boring as toast, but at least it was just about acting. It wasn't about politics. The speeches weren't littered with, we need to do this in Ukraine and us actors believe this for this issue and that. It was none of that. It was just celebrating acting. I think a lot of institutions are going to get back to purity and they're looking at these Kardashians and going, what are they doing here? They're just reality stars. Let's try to glam this thing up a little bit. Enough of the sex tape people. Let's get some like real Hollywood. Let's invest in the Jenna Ortegas of the world. These the Pedro Pascal's of the world, the the classy new Hollywood that's coming up. And maybe that's what's happening. And I hope that's what's happening because I'm tired of these people. 
Uh, all right. Honey Boo Boo, her boyfriend, was arrested after being in a high-speed chase with police. And then they found guns and drugs in his car. That's on brand. Poor Honey Boo Boo. I do feel bad for her. Speaking of guns and drugs, Julia Fox's father and brother were arrested after the NYPD raided their Manhattan apartment and found illegal guns and drugs there and things to make guns with. Like oh, It was quite a mess, unfortunately for her. She now claims that she's estranged from both her brother and father. In less heavy news, Diplo, the DJ and producer, has gone viral for his response to a question about sex. He says that he's received multiple blowjobs from men, but he does not think that's gay. And the reason why is he claims he doesn't make eye contact. <laughs> and because he's just receiving it. <laughs> What's a gay man's thoughts on this? I think that's a little bit gay. A little bit. Or a lot gay. I don't know. I'm super gay, brother. Super gay. Yeah, that's gay. I think that's gay. Yeah, but I thought that was funny. That is As funny. a gay man, definitely gay, I would say. Yeah, and as a straight man, I'm going to double down on you. All point. right, so we're in agreement. All right, very briefly, Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny still together, keeping a watch on these two. I'm surprised they were spotted together leaving an Oscar party. They've been photographed now by the paparazzi kissing in public, so they are an item. In more couples news, Shawn Mendes and Sabrina Carpenter are also now now official they've been also continuing to hang out and are dating according to reports good for them i gotta look up who she is and also speaking of couples i said they should do this and now they're doing it tj holmes and amy robach the fired good morning america hosts are pitching a show like live with kelly and ryan so (laughs) they're trying to get that off the ground there you go let's take some calls Hey guys, it's Kelly from Toledo. I was just wondering why it's been 17 minutes and you guys are still talking about Vanderpump Rules. Oh, you're wrong. I don't even care. People were all about it. Yeah. And there's times, even when I've been wrong, when scandals are just the talk of the world. And I'm like, I couldn't care less. And then a lot of people do. A lot of people care about this, but I do understand a lot of people do not. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're not. They don't watch the show. show. And then I was trying to trying to step back from being a fan last week and just listen to you tell the story of the drama and the it's the drama it's that's the that's the story and you delivering the stories i thought was acceptable but a lot of people said it went on too long so i apologize if i didn't cut him off but i think it was fine i really do i mean it was a juicy headline that everyone was following last week and we got some good stuff out of it yeah Hi, Prezi hey, Booker. It's Danielle calling from Canada. I am just calling. Can you explain to me, like, I'm with Booker. Like, summer school was, like, when you did oh. really bad in school and you had to go to make up for, like, right. being a bad student. Right. Like, is the summer school you're thinking of, like, at least fun? Or are they just, like, doing math all day? Right. That's what I said. Like, is this a camp situation? Because the summer school I know is fucking detention. I would prefer it if they're learning. Actually, I don't want them. I don't want it to be camp. You don't want the kids to have a break in the summer. No, enjoy themselves for a couple of months. No. All right. Listen, I'm not pissed at that answer. What do kids get fucking two months off for? Three months? Give me a break. Yeah. I, get out there and fucking learn something. I would rather they 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 get more education for sure. Hey, PHP. This is Audie from Brooklyn, New York. 
I love your show. Love it, love it, love it. But now, but this week's episode, oh my God, 21 minutes of that Bravo show. For a minute, I thought it was Radio Andy. <laughs> I was so bored. So there you go. All so right. there's somebody else okay. complaining. All right, it. all right. But, uh, we can't hit the bullseye every time. That was the we're, we're was, playing no, darts here. That was a huge story. I don't disagree. When I was editing it, I looked back. I was like, he's right. We are 20 minutes in. That's uh, technically almost half of the show. So I get it. But I was enthralled, and I'm sorry. This is something I had like for once. Hey, Perez. Hey, Booker. This is Melissa from Chicago. Longtime fan. No matter what topic you guys are talking about, no matter if I am interested or not, whether it's about a TV show that I don't even watch, <laughs> you guys always have Aww. a great banter and conversation, and I just want to say I love it. Aww. But I did want to weigh in on the Kara DeLevine story that you guys mentioned. It sounded like her response to the pictures of her looking drugged out or whatnot sounded pretty classy, and I will have to say yes. I, too, went all out on my 30th birthday. To me, it was my last chance of my 20s. It was actually my 29th birthday. But, you know, to get all the partying out of my system and I was going to be more serious and whatnot. But anyway, to end that rant, at the end of it, I didn't go to rehab. So I'm glad that she figured out that she had a problem. So there you go. Yeah. And I do believe we got a couple of calls confirming what I'd said that, you know, a lot of people at these end of decade milestones, they go out and just blow it the fuck out for whatever reason. They've assigned some importance to these numbers, you know, 29, 39, 49. It don't mean a goddamn thing. As long as you wake up every morning and your eyes open and you're still here, that's a fucking gift. Amen. It doesn't matter. Amen. doesn't fucking matter what goddamn day of the year it is. It just is. You're not guaranteed that at all. So when it happens, uh, embrace it, love it, and don't give a shit what fucking year it is. Amen. Well, that's a great way to end this week's show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. PerezPodcast.com is our link. Share it with everyone. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you, guys. All month long on Pluto TV, stream the biggest Tyler Perry movies free. Watch your favorites like Medea's Witness Protection and Medea's Big Happy Family. Join Tyler Perry as he goes on a couple's retreat with Sharon Leal in Why Did I Get Married? Or Idris Elba and Gabrielle Union in the Tyler Perry directed film Daddy's Little girls plus pluto tv has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies and tv shows available on live and on demand download the free pluto tv app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now pluto tv drop in watch free we talk sex lies murder when two is company three is murder this is the epitome of it right here how does your life go from being a housewife to participating in a murder the pastor of the church having sex with another woman. This is beyond dysfunctional. Sex, lies, and murder. A Real Crime original podcast from Reels. New episodes Tuesdays on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify. Imagine a world where animals and humans coexist in harmony, where wild animals thrive, habitats are protected, and marginalized communities are empowered. At International Animal Rescue, this is our vision. Our holistic, community-led projects not only rescue animals, but also protect and replenish precious habitats, creating a better future for us all. But we can't do this without you. Show your support now and help keep the wild, wild. Visit internationalanimalrescue.org.